To Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel, arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the Dayspring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Do you love me is the question posed to Peter. That it's not just a question. It is also a questioning. It's an examination, a test of the love that Peter professed that he had for Christ. And it's also a question of, is this what I ask you to do after my resurrection? So it wasn't just a question. It was a questioning. It was an indictment. It was an examination, a test. Do you love me? You see, this question or questioning was said three times. So it was not just a casual questioning. It was a serious one that demanded an answer. It was even more than sensitive and serious. It was so searching. Because again, it was not just a question. It's a questioning. This kind of question is not asked in the open, usually, between lovers. Is asked in the closet and that question can be asked on the first day and it can be asked on the last day amen the question keeps coming so do you love me is so sensitive it's so serious because the person asking it is not just asking it there is always a reason for it and there could be many many reasons for it so jesus asked this question or questioned peter because again that questioning was a soul searching one was touching his heart and the Lord is also touching our heart today and saying do you love me do you love me look back do you love me look back at your life do you love me that's the background of it of course there's so many things in the background but in the present time on the ground right now at the point of Jesus Christ asking Peter in the midst of all people, in the midst of the other disciples, seven of them the Lord was also saying to Peter is this where I asked you to be? I asked you guys to be in Galilee, but not in this place, not fishing by the way, they were not just fishing for fun, they were fishing for food, amen just I asked them, have you guys any food? Many, did you get what you were looking for? They did not trust the one that said, As my father sent me, so have I sent you. Just not too long before then, he said to them, One of the times that he appeared to them, he said, As my father sent me, so have I sent you. Many, you have my backing. Trust me. Amen. So, do you love me? Is this what I asked you to do? Is this where you're supposed to be? That's the 
ground of this or the context the immediate context of this question and the foreground of it Jesus was saying to Peter what I have committed to your hands you cannot do it without extravagant love for me without an ostentatious love for me without a full love for me you cannot do it you cannot feed my sheep you cannot lead my sheep you cannot be the leader i wanted you to be you cannot even live this life for me except you love me fully so the question or the questioning addressed the past the present and the future and the lord is also asking us the lord is also asking you do you love me casting your mind back to your past life to the things that have happened in the past and presently Lord is asking me, what are you doing right now? Does it show my love? Do you love me in what you're doing right now? And what I've committed to your hands to do, would you be able to do it? You're not going to be able to do it with this kind of love. This kind of love will not carry what I've given you to do. Do you love me? Do you love me also means, I love you. Do you love me? I love you. So the Lord is saying to us, I love you. The Lord was saying to Peter, I love you. Do you love me? It means you have seen how much I love you. You have seen how and how much I love you. Is this how and how much you love me in response? You have seen how and how much I love you. Is this how and how much you love me in response? You see, true love always starts with you. True love always starts with the person, with you. You don't think of somebody else. True love starts with you. It's actually the golden rule, which says what? What you want others to do for you, what do you do? You do it for them. Amen. That's the golden rule. You do it first. So if you want love, you give love. Amen. If you want to be cared for, what do you do? You give care. Whatever little you've got, you give it. God showed his love to us. This is the love of God. Not that we love God, but I, that he loved us first. Love goes first. Amen. So love always starts with you. So Jesus was saying, I've already loved you. I've shown you love. And how much love I love you. Is this how and how much love? you have for me is this your love for me how much do you love God so one question is do you love me another question is how much do you love God how much do you love God so Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4 hear O Israel the Lord our God the Lord is one you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul and with all your strength. Hear, O Israel. Listen, Israel. Listen, the people of God. The Lord our God, the Lord, is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Do you love the Lord, my brothers and sisters? Do you love the Lord with all your heart? Do you love the Lord with all your soul? Do you love the Lord with all your strength? basically means do you love the lord with your spirit with your soul with your body really is there any space left for loving anything else 
because it's all of your what? Your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength is not a part of it. So, is there any space left for loving anything else? I'm asking you. There's nothing left because all, all, let God, the love of God, fill all of your heart, not part of your heart. And all of your soul, meaning your mind, your will, your emotions. And all of your strength, even your body. Amen. If you exercise your life, your body, you should sweat for the Lord. Amen. How many of us sweat for the Lord? Many labor for the Lord. We can labor for ourselves. Labor for money. Labor for what we want to eat. Some people follow Jesus. Long distance. They cross rivers. They cross places. They cross mountains. And they were looking for Jesus. Not just for one day. They were looking for Jesus for many days. And after they found him. Uh, he said, Master, where have you been? We've been looking for you. It's like, we love you. We've been looking for you. We want, want to be with you. And Jesus Christ said, you guys. Really? Do you really love me? What, why have you been looking for me? It's not because of the signs. It's just because of the food that you ate. It's because of the food that you ate. That's why you seem to love me. Do not labor for the food that perishes. Because these people labored. Wow, they sweated. Wow, they expended their energy. They even expended their money. They spent their money. Amen? They really worked hard with all effort to get to Jesus. Why? I mean, somebody will say, oh yeah, they love the Lord. Yes, they love the Lord. I mean, if we do that too, we will convince anybody, we will show to anybody that we love God. Amen. I'm telling you, there are people in the church also. They can sleep in the church. But even that, the scripture will say, he committed himself to no man because he knew all men. That even though with their mouth they glorify him, he said their heart is far from him. The love of God leaves no space for nothing else. Love me with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your body, with your strength. Sweat for me, labor for me, serve me. Labor not for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to everlasting life. So, if we look at this scripture, Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4, God is asking for a total commitment. Total love. There is no sharing of his love. Amen. You know, you love your wife, your wife loves you. You don't share your wife with somebody else. You don't share your husband with somebody else. Amen. The scripture says, whoever will be a friend of the world, it will be an enemy of God. Whoever will love the world will be an enemy of God. Meaning God will share his love with nobody else. James 4, 4. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God or is being an enemy of God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously. But he gives more grace. Amen. So, I hope you know that God is a jealous God. Hmm? 
Anybody knows that? God is a jealous God. He is jealous over you. Amen. It means what? If anyone touches you, wow, he's going to fight. But it also means that you don't touch anybody, meaning you don't mess up. Amen. He doesn't want anybody to mess with you, and he doesn't want you to mess with anybody. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.